How you fucking doing, dude? I'm good, man. I'm I'm way better than two days ago. I'll say. Well, what was going on two fucking days ago? Stomach bug, destroying me. Oh yeah. So what the fuck happened? I, I don't know. Is, 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 is this like a, a daycare or like or some other sort of bug I'm, like that, or is this? I'm just the like... only one who got any kind of sick, and I don't know why. Fuck me. Oh, what you eat? What you eat? What you eat? That was different had, than everybody else. We had else. spicy sushi. But nobody else, like, my, like Yana didn't get sick. Even Lily had some little sushis. Not the spicy one, though. And, like, I thought that might have been it because it started with kind of the, the bowel movements. But then mm-hmm. it really amped up on, like, Thursday with just every just everything. Every 10 minutes, I didn't know which end it was going to come out. Oh, uh, yeah. You, I mean, you obviously got food some poisoning. Kind of, That's just some kind of food poisoning. That's the it worst. Was, it was bad. It's always bad when it's always bad when the other people don't get mm-hmm. it. At least, like we had a community meal. Everybody should be food poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, somebody else should have to deal with it too. No, just me. I'll, I consider I took it for the team. No, but none of the none of yeah, these there good women go. had to suffer. Just me. There you go. And then what you do is you say you have it for a third day, and you just kind of relax. You're just like, I, I yeah. oh, my tummy still hurts a little. Can you bring me a ginger ale, honey? Did that. <laughs> 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 I'll make sure I cut that part out. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> I got as, you. As if, it's just gonna be, as if there will be any it's, recourse. It's just gonna be at the very it's just gonna be at the very beginning. <laughs> just outing me for your own entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the PS Nonplus Podcast, where we, the three Plusketeers, yep. continue to tell you about the monthly offering on PlayStation Plus, and as always, rub our friendship in your stupid faces. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Dorman, and as always, I am joined by Kirk Martin. Yep. And Chris Hendrickson. Hello. Can we can we call this month the monthly offering instead of the monthly offering? What? Oh, I'm just gonna leave with that. You, we, we, we. Well, first of all, we can't because we have one of the best games that's been out on Plus so far this year on this fucking month. Yeah, that's fair. I guess not then. Vetoed. Fair enough. I'll keep it for another time. Fuck, f- fucking Plus of the Don't year worry. contender this It'll month. It'll be there. Um, yeah, I'm not breath. gonna. I'm not gonna bother <laughs> to try and do a thing. Talk about your your game. Talk about your game. Your video game children talk about what video game chris the uh the, i don't know what you're talking about the Vi- the viking game that you're that you're playing oh so yeah hendu and i have been playing tribes of midgard came out was it earlier this week was that yeah, just that this was week just this that week we started playing? Mm-hmm. jesus time mm-hmm. i don't like it anymore time is terrible mm-hmm. but tribes of midgard by um norsefell i right now is fucking really great it's, it's a really neat fun. game yeah uh so the basic premise, Dorman, since you haven't touched it, even though you should, um, it's a survival action RPG. So it's like trying to be like a, a little bit like a Minecraft mixed with a, a Diablo. And the gameplay loop is just like very tight. Um, there's a lot to learn. The game doesn't tell you shit. Like I didn't know anything about like 
the Bifrost. I didn't know anything about like the the farming things, like the quarry and the farm and the lumber mill Hindu. Yeah, they like, they sort of throw you that. into a quick tutorial, but it, that does not cover a lot of things. T- <laughs> yeah. It's like, go get some trees. All right, build an axe. Cool. Chop down more trees. All right, fight this oh, guy. Oh, it's nighttime. Have There's fun. some bad guys. Okay, you're done. Go. Have fun. Yeah, so there is a day-night cycle. You have to defend your village at nighttime. Um, but, like, the game's cool because you can, like, have little tricks to not have that shit happen. Like, to not worry about that. Like, um, leveling up the your villagers. So you level up your villagers and you go fuck off and, and hunt at night. You know what I learned, Hendu? There's some like materials that only come out at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. Same area, but <laughs> different time of day. Totally a thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, changes the materials, and um, eventually, every like three to four nights, there is there are giants like fucking Jotun. Jotun's coming. Just roll. <laughs> Jotun's coming. So you can go and like inter- try to intercept them before they get to your base. Basically, if they get inside your village, you're lost. You're fucked. And everybody, you just run for the Bifrost <laughs> and pray that you can get out with your horns. Yeah, because you got to cash out. Meat. You got to, you know, every every couple of Jotuns you kill, you get more horns. But you don't get them until you leave. And I've, oh, I got to take. Leave, leave, leave via the Bifrost. I know. Yes, not by <laughs> just save and quit. No, you got you to gotta run to the yeah. Bifrost. Damn, dude! Uh, have you have you have you have you lost? I, some I horns? got to day twelve and I fucking lost all the horns because I stuck around. I was cocky, and I just got destroyed. Oh man, that's probably a blood moon too. It was a blood moon. Blood moons, you you, you face more difficult enemies. Um, the game's like major selling point for me when I first bought it. It's like action RPG survival, uh, ten player co op. I was like, that's just hysterical, chaotic, and fun. Let's get a bunch of people in it and play it. And I thought it was just going to be a multiplayer game that I was going to play and, like, fuck around. And I am actually really loving the game solo as well. I find it, like, very, like, soothing yeah. and meditative. It's a, it is kind of a relaxing game. Like... You can you can pick the way you want to play a little bit each time, especially depending on your class. And, you can... and it's an easy way to get better. Like, you, there's a lot of coordination because the game gets very difficult as soon as you add even just one player to your game. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a way to, to fix your how you're going to approach the game. Make sure when you get in with a group that you have how you're going to take it out and like be efficient and be good for the rest of the team. Can I just say though that um, some in some of the team dynamics are just hot garbage? Like, I was dude, in one group and they yeah. just fucking abandoned us. They killed the Oten, left, and left us for the shit. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's trying to get the Seer. So the Seer class is you have to, you have to use the Bifrost 10 times. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just getting the first Jotun and getting the fuck out, and then they leave you with the Blood Moon on that fourth night, <laughs> and you're just like, "Cool, like, thanks, do that guys. in your own game if you want to do that. Do that solo." And um, mm-hmm. and the game is it is an indie game, small team, and I think it got a little bit more uh, heat behind it than it thought it was going to get. And like the servers are garbage. I don't know where the servers are located, but the pings, the menus are just fucking shit. insane. <laughs> The menus are shit. Half the time you don't know what like you're crafting because of the highlight. Like I don't know what's going on with the highlighting. It does this weird thing where it switches between in the menus. I don't know if you notice this, Hendu, where you have to either select things with the stick or with the D pad. Yeah. And for some reason it indiscriminately switches between them. And I have no fucking idea why. And it drives me insane. But um Norsefell is backed by Gearbox now. They're, the game is being published by Gearbox, yeah. so I think with that cash, they got flow that QA money and gear, mm-hmm. with the cash flow and Gearbox, like you know, people behind Borderlands, who they come in and they 
Borderlands is constantly getting patched and updated, so I'm not too concerned about this game getting the patches and updates and support that it needs to really be. I, 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 the gameplay loop and everything is there and is great as is. Um, but there's like a lot of quality of life stuff that needs to be. And it's, it's going to be a software as a service um, thing, right? We're in season one. Yeah, so totally. They've got time. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's, and it's, and it's 20 bucks. Yeah. It's, it's 20 bucks. Like it's, it's worth it. But dude, the, the, the shit, like you're saying though, the shit that happens when you get in random 10 player games is fucking insane. I mean, I've, I've started playing insane. into it myself. I, I join a game. I'll oh. leave. I'll come back like 30 minutes later after having done solo just to cash out the free horns and then do oh, it again. Oh, <laughs> what a monster. What a fucking piece of shit. Dude, yeah. I, I, I like the games where you get in and like, three people are talking and they're like what the fuck is this guy doing there's some guy hanging out up in the north naked there's another guy stealing everything out of the fucking chest and selling it for souls i have no idea why he's doing it it's just like what are we doing what the fuck are we doing but it's good it's it's fun and even and you get the chaos factor even when you're playing with friends like i think i the biggest game of friends i've done is uh five or six people and we 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 capped it at six so other people couldn't, so randos couldn't join. And it's just insane, like, the group dynamics. We have one friend who's just constantly ranging. He's, like, he's just sprinting, getting fucking everywhere. Two people who don't know how to play, and they're just, like, terrible, and we're just trying to drag them along and help them. And two other people who have, like, me and another guy who have, like, you know, the way you're supposed to do things and get things done. And, like, we're just, like, trying to prop everybody else up. It, it's <laughs> it's fun. It, it's wild. It's, it's a nice it's change a really of pace with game. gaming, I, I have to say. It is. I haven't played a game like this that brought me together with a bunch of people in a long Since, uh, time. Since League of Legends. No. That's no. Kidding. What was the last one? What was the last one? Might have been The Division. Honestly, Division 2 is the last time I played with this yeah. game with this many yeah, people. Yeah, you get a group dynamic there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, All I right, mean, guys. it sounds like so something that's it for that, us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something that could be fun. I'll wait until I can get, like, a... Forty dollar like season five game of the year version of this game where they've you know fixed things like the shitty menus and all that nonsense. Like, give me the quality of life stuff, and I'll pay the extra ten to twenty dollars for it mm-hmm. when it's an actual game. And I'm not I, gonna I'm not gonna beta this game with you guys. I'm sorry, I've got yeah. Mass Effect. Like, no, absolutely. I I think um I think that all the seasonal stuff the the sagas are are free. For the game i think where they're making their money is just the microtransactions like the sure. platinum coin transactions which is all cosmetic those white whales oh, man nice. they send kids to college <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah uh all right well since you guys had a little uh little little bash there for a while i think i'm gonna start off the games oh, uh this 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 this, this month self-service bro you can't self-service the hack bro i want to say i want to say weak but we only do it Every four weeks, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead us in with WWE 2K Battlegrounds. This is not another story. This is not another dream. Uh, so there it is. I was waiting for the other butt to drop. I find, yeah, I, I was so upset. 
I'm this game is so disappointing because I was so excited to have to force you guys to talk about wrestling, but I'm my heart's just not in it because this game sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> it does. It's such a bad video game. So here's the thing. This they did this this weird arcade style game because last year's mainline WWE 2K game was so bad and so broken upon release um, that it like like. It was a trend on Twitter. Fix the game. Like, fix WWE 2K20 or whatever it was. So they said, all right, we're going to take a year off. Because that, that was the first time I think Ukes wasn't in charge of developing the game. Mm. And it was awful. So they are like, we're going to take a year off, figure this out. But we have to give you something. And this was the something that they gave people. Um, and it's weird because it looks like it would be like a fun pick-up-and-play party game. This game is very confusing yeah. uh, as a package to me. Yeah. Like you said, it like on the start, I was like, oh, this is like for the kids and tweens to like get into wrestling and have a, a bash, you know, beat each other up and have goofy fun. And uh, I'll let you I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's what it looks like. like pick up and play. Do a power bomb. Pile drive a, a, the rock and have fun with your friends. But, like, it's like, do the campaign. Hey, you should try the campaign mode. When you turn the game on, the game says, hey, Chris, come here close and try the campaign mode. And so I do. I hop in, and I was getting excited because it looked like it was just going to be a goofy, derpy, wrestling experience. Um, And it starts off with, like, this comic from the viewpoint of Paul Heyman. And I can tell by looking at your non-wrestling eyes that have glazed over already that you have no idea who the fuck Paul (laughs) Heyman is. And we do have a lot of the footage of this first, like, uh, like 30 minutes of the game on our uh, Twitch, just to let you know. Yeah, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but it's just so already like the story is Paul Heyman setting up a new brand for WWE where it's who who the fuck is this guy? So (laughs) he was there's wrestling. There's people in wrestling that we know exist. in wrestling. Exactly. Like. Paul Heyman is somebody that I know. Like, yeah, he he was in he was in charge of ECW, and then he's been with the WWF for a while. He's just like a guy. He's a behind the scenes guy. And why not just use Vince McMahon? You know that guy who even people who don't watch wrestling are like, oh, he's the failed football league guy. <laughs> like, he's the guy who makes the funny cum face in the series of gifts. Hey, it's coming back, motherfucker. You, you motherfucker! You they keep saying that, man. I can't wait for the for the for the zealotry. Uh, fucking what was it? Even, what was even the football league called? XFL. Oh yeah, XFL twenty twenty four, baby. Oh <laughs> my god. So basically, yeah, Paul Heyman's setting up a new brand, which is focused on like finding people to wrestle your superstars, but like do it in a swamp or like in the subway station. And then, like, there's a wrestling ring there. Like Ninja Turtle style, um, there's a secret wrestling, like, like the foot, you know? They they, they do that correct. in secret underground Spe- places, yeah. Speaking of feet, everybody has giant feet, and their knees are actually attached to their ankles in this game. It's very off-putting. It's, the character design is very disgusting. <laughs> it is awful to look upon. And it makes me feel bad that it is based on the actual human being, Dean Malenko. Uh, they all, yeah, it's just big heads and chests and then just tiny little waists and then big legs again. It's weird. It's hard. It's stocky. 
but but like sickly at the same time but still hypersexual but still hypersexual in the ideal male body 100 percent. it's like if you could wrestle with bobbleheads yeah and then like even last a minute (laughs) jerk off with them like the game and that's like that's all with them yeah (laughs) how do you do it to them at them on them (laughs) with them that's so aggressive it's 2021 so are you kink shaming (laughs) yes Uh, all of that nonsense aside the gameplay is bad. Like, even it's if bad. like they made it a little bit fun to play, it the, it would have been redeemed. But it's the same five to seven moves. And you try to do other stuff. Like, it gives you prompts that make you think you could do other stuff. But you just do the same suplexes over and over again. And I, super kicks. That's the most frustrating thing I found with the game when we were playing. Is that it just plain wasn't fun to play. I was like, alright, put this dressing on there. Let's have some goofy fun, and it wasn't. It was like, oh, I get my punch combo off and the fi- and like the finishing kick and try to pin and fail, and like, oh, you blocked me, and now you get your punch combo off and you try to pin me or submit me, and fail. Oh, my my meter's up. I can like jump off the turnbuckle and like try and drop an elbow in somebody's face or, or you know, what is it? was I doing like some crazy like kidney upper punch to people, flaming yeah. kidney upper punch, which is fine, but like. I, I don't want to keep punching you to get that meter to do that move four times during the match until I can pin you. And it, it just became very stale almost immediately. Yeah. It's very hard to I, stick I was honestly it, expecting something a bit more fun and poppy from the all the branding and imagery. But, you know, like the, it looked like the NBA jam mm-hmm. of fucking wrestling. I was stoked to get in it. But then playing it, it just felt like, it was a reskinned version of this old ass Game Boy game that I have, which is basic ass wrestling. And you just add a few super moves on top. It was the same goddamn dude. thing. It was just as boring. <laughs> dude, is that the is that the one where the guys like they they walk towards the screen like squared off, and then they like do a ninety uh, a forty five degree turn and walk up the side like squared off? And it's not quite like NES, like, that's but all it's I, very close. Yeah, uh, it's very that's close. all I can think about. <laughs> That's all I ever want to think about anymore. It's, it's in that wheelhouse. Man, I was I was just as disappointed, dude. And I, I had a little bit of fandom back in the day, so I was playing as, like, Undertaker and Yokozuna and stuff. But, oh, the gameplay fucking killed it, man. It killed all of the boner nostalgia that I had. Yeah. That's, and that's what I was thinking. I, I thought, like, I'm not I'm not into wrestling. I'm not into the, the, the style they went for for this game. Like, it, it was all completely off-putting from the beginning for me. But... A fun game's a fun game, and and that game's not fun. I will say though, it was really fun when I doinked you twice, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, you know that was really fun because it was terrifying when yeah. Doink went into a special move yeah, and he just Doink became this into a black, fire clown, this, this nega clown, wreathed in flame, just like destroying me. Like it was horrifying because Doink is so pleasant to look upon already. I know, like <laughs> you have to make fuck? him like, and that. then the music. <laughs> the fucking clown parade music when you win. <laughs> oh my god. What a horror. What a horrifying. Yeah, right you won, Dorms. Um, you won. 
I look, Kirk. I didn't have any plans to play as Doink the fucking clown. I was gonna maybe be like, you know, Shawn Michaels or Kane or something. No, Kirk had to go ahead and divulge that he was he was spooked by Doink the clown. So I doinked him. I think you found yeah. a secret fear again. Nightmare nightmares for weeks. Just wait till I bring out Rafael Nadal and and, and ignite your nightmares. <laughs> Yeah, that's essentially the same thing. Uh, it's actually Pete Sampras. If they have Pete Sampras in this game, man, the chest hair. They got to have the legends, man. The horror. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, uh, what do you think? Are we, are we, are we plus or non-plus here? Is that our first agreed on non-plus all around? I'm going to go ahead and put my two cents in. <laughs> And so, yes, I am, in fact, nonplussed. I am nonplussed anybody, with this game. Does anybody have the list up? I'd love to know. I, I, I don't, Have we nonplussed something all the way through this year? I think you've always stopped Maybe. us, Kirk. Yeah, you're usually Mr. Positivity, and yeah. look where that's gotten you. I'm a font of optimism, only to be brought down by WWE 2K well, we Battlegrounds. Can, we can always look this up later. Um, oh, we can. One of our breaks, we'll, we'll bring up the list. I, I'd actually love to know. Yeah. You so, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's uh, nonplussed all around. Yeah. Um, Huzzah, we did it. <laughs> so, how about we... God damn it, this dog is destroying everything. What's he, what's he doing? <laughs> He's just got, like, all of my uh, reusable grocery bags, and it's just, like, having a little parade. <laughs> Chris, if I put my head in here, will it be okay? <laughs> How many of these do you think I can get out? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm only gonna eat two, and I'm gonna put the third one over my face. Are you cool with that? Son of a bitch. Whatever, they're, they're breathable. <laughs> well, now that we've gotten that nonsense out of the way, let's take a little trip into the future of gaming. Kirk, take us there. I already, I already did my bloopity bloopity thing. Take me there with the with the with the, the tales of the plague and your innocence. Plague Tale Innocence is our PlayStation 5 game from July, uh, and it's an action-adventure survival stealth horror game, all the, descri- all the descriptors on it, um, developed by Asobo Studios, and they did such hits as The Crew Series and Flight Simulator <laughs> this year, which is actually uh, it's, it's interesting and very neat. Um... And I'm just going to get off right the bat, or I'm going to go right off the bat and just say, like, this is, like, probably one of the best plus games that we've had uh, this year so far. Uh, very close to probably being the Particularly top. Particularly on PS5, too. It's the, it's the best one on PS5, and it was going up against Maneater. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Destruction Maneater All-Stars. was this year? Huh? Yes, it was. Nice. Destruction All-Stars, though. What about Destruction All-Stars, Gary? Oof. This, it's... Well, we'll have to talk about that in our our year end uh, episode. Uh, but 
uh, Plague Tale does a lot of things very well. It's a, a tight story, tight gameplay, um, beautiful fucking game. Uh, I'm going to start with the story. There's like 16 to 17 chapters um, to tell a full, complete uh, story with emotional ups and downs. Um, there's character development in everybody. Um, you play as Amicia Darun. You are uh, trying to find and protect your... You're trying to find help and protect your little brother who has some crazy disease. Uh, his blood is just fucking tainted. Uh, you're being chased by the Inquisition. You're being you're in war-torn France uh, during the Hundred Years' War, so you have English people trying to kill you. Um, it's just it's just fucking insane. And sure, and your brother's dying from some disease. And if he uh, gets too emotional too angry too scared he starts like freaking out which you know breaks the stealth or he just like rolls over dead which uh (laughs) isn't isn't great for you and getting to the end of the story um each chapter is it's pretty good like it's like 30 minute chapters everything like i said it just looks gorgeous it's fun to be in those worlds and uh, solve the puzzles, get around soldiers, figure out how to get around fucking rats, which is just insane. Um, you meet fellow orphans from the war and the Inquisition, and they help you out, and they have their own little story arcs as well. They're not as uh, big and overblown as Amicia's and Hugo's, but you get a little something, and there's like emotional payoff for them, because you actually do get to like learn about these characters and, and, and really... like you know love them it's it's kind of um not what i was expecting from this game i was really expecting it to just be super linear um point a point b try and solve some puzzles and be done i wasn't expecting it to just be like a narrative powerhouse like it's super good uh this is mostly a stealth game hendu in the comments or in the stream made a comment it's like oh it's like kind of like metal gear and i was like yeah like you don't want to get caught. You can you can make noises and distract people, and they go, "Huh? What was that?" And they they'll walk over there, and you can sneak past them or, or set up a kill or something like that. Um, that's like one of the major gameplay features. The other major way you play this game is navigating um, the horror elements, which is rats, hundreds. This is Dorman. We're talking days gone. Oh, you you've played it, Dorman. Fucking yeah, days gone rat are... technology. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. Days gone rat technology. It's days gone rat technology. They're just fucking swarming, swarm, just crawling just over swarm. each other, trying to. Oh, and the sounds. Oh, uh, the sounds are so. You know, it's so great uh, when you're just on the edge of darkness and you're like, I'm gonna make it, and one rat slows you down, <laughs> and then another one jumps on. <laughs> another one jumps on you, dead. And then fucking you're just skeleton. Um. This game fucking shines though when it combines the stealth, the two elements um, in some of the mid and late game, mm-hmm. where you are trying to be stealthy and avoid the soldiers or the Inquisition or just you know big people with fucking swords, um, and the rats at the same time, and you can use the rats to help. Uh, you can manipulate the rats to help you get past the soldiers or just like kind of scoop by them or destroy the soldiers. Um, and devour them alive. Oh, yes. Very satisfying. Destroy the soldier, which is great. And they, like, leave a skeleton and, like, their remains behind, uh, which is always good. Uh, like I said, the, the the game has great character development. There's a, a couple highlights for Amicia. Um, you're, at the beginning of the game, you're just, like, this simple girl who, you know, is a lordess. Uh, you guys have, you guys have land. Your family has land. 
and you aspire to be a knight like your father because your mother has shunned you at, at some point for reasons that you will find out if you play. Um, and early in the game, uh, the first two chapters, you're literally just trying to hide and run from people. You have mm-hmm. you don't have offensive capabilities. I didn't even know I was going to get offensive capabilities. And then you're faced with the decision to kill somebody. Did you have you hit this, Stormin? Oh yeah, I bring the fuck out. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Um, this big crazy motherfucker, and you you put him in the ground, and she's like destroyed, absolutely destroyed that she's killed somebody, <laughs> and. Uh, so you spend the game being stealthy again, but like you are just getting hammered left and right by all the shit that's going on in this fucking world. And there's one chapter where Amicia just loses it. And like you can go stealthy through the mission and get through, and I was having a lot of trouble, and I just said, fuck it, and just unleashed with the sling. And she was like, yes, come on. Like she was getting into the killing <laughs> and then realized that she killed all the people and like has another emotional breakdown. So maybe that was the way it was supposed to go. But, like, she has, like, her ups and downs. Hugo brings her back to her, like, sweet self and, like, not being, like, a murder machine. And you can't play the rest of the game as a murder machine either. Like, stealth is the major aspect of the game. Uh, you get a lot of tools, like, that help you solve the puzzles. Like, light manipulation, starting fires, extinguishing fires, um, shit that attracts the rats, detracts the rats, um, it, or makes them retreat. It's very... Um, there's just a lot going... Not there are a few systems uh but once again the game's so tight it it just performs so well and lets you play the game and enjoy the story at the same time you're not distracted by something shitty happening on the gameplay side of things and on the gameplay side of things you're not distracted by trying to pay attention to the story that you fuck something up on the other end you know what i mean what about Um, those ps5 haptics what do we got going on in this game oh Dude, it's it's great. So there's a lot of rainy scenes. So you like feel the rain trickling on your controller. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times where you're going through mud. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they fucking do it with this control. It feels like you're going through mud somehow. Yeah, it's, I don't fuck. I don't fucking get it. Uh, when the rats are crawling on you, it feels like things are like uh, grabbing onto you and clawing at you. Yeah, it's. I don't under. I really do not understand how this fucking controller works. I I don't know how it can. Make it me. makes me want to fuck with the with the headset, like with the pulse headset, because the oh, controller's dear. delivering as promised. Is the weird ear stuff that Mark Kurt, Mark Sarney went into? I'm really inter- gonna be that bad. I'm interested to see what they do with the next VR, PlayStation VR because they are working on that, aren't they? Mm-hmm. they yeah, there's gonna be a, have, a like, like exclusively PS5 VR coming out. Mm-hmm. That's gonna get fucking weird. Um, yeah, I, I mean, so let's talk about like what the I don't know what this game. This game came from PC, and I think this was the console debut. But I think it was on PS4, PS5, and all the Xbox stuff. Um, the game looks amazing. It's the best. Uh, is it better looking than Returnal? I don't know. I like the art style better. I think it's like the best looking PlayStation Five game I've played so far. It is, um, and just, like it's hard to believe it's not a Naughty Dog game. Like I know you're yeah. you're mentioning the Last of Us vibes, but like even the beginning of the game in the in the French Chateau is just mm-hmm. like I was just like strong flashbacks to Uncharted Three, the France scene going through that castle. Like Dude. just it it looked like the environments and like it that's saying something for mm-hmm. a team that isn't just, you know, an offshoot of a bunch of naughty dog employees. Yeah, that's foreshadowing. What I'm I did not have a big expectations for this game. I was like, "Oh, great, a fucking indie survival horror or an indie, 
yeah, stealth horror game. This is going to be super great. Hopefully, it's not too long. And I'm like, this game is amazing. <laughs> like, it looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculously good. Um, I think the biggest thing for me, and uh, Dorm and I, we were talking about this at the beginning here a little bit, is the pacing. Um, my my ADHD rattled brain um, needs a well paced game, <laughs> and this is like each level is like thirty minutes. You're not spending too. You're not copying puzzles. Like once you've solved something, you've moved on. You're not like solving the same thing three times in a row because for some arbitrary reason you need to solve the thing three times in a row, and um, it just keeps you moving and it keeps you moving with the story beats. It's not trying to. It's not trying to gotcha you. It's not trying to set up anything. Um, the story's going in the direction that you kind of think it's going in, but they still tell it very, very well. And uh, it has great payoffs and everything like that. Um, like Dorman said, uh, the whole time I was playing this, this game has huge Last of Us vibes. Uh, with you dragging along somebody who's like a little bit more helpless. There's a plague going on. Every adult in the world seems like a horrible fucking person. Um and I, I strongly encourage anybody who enjoys The Last of Us to check this game out. It's it's different, but it's it'd be right up your alley if you are a fan of The Last of Us. Um, Dorman, what other thoughts do you have on what you I'm played so far? Super excited to hear that that pacing remains where it is at the beginning of that game because that was really exciting for me to be like, oh wow, this is really just moving along in a pretty pleasant clip. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've pretty much covered everything. Um, I do really look forward to continuing playing this uh, just because it's a game that I have on my PS5 that I would exclusively play on there. Um, so, you know, with this upcoming month, I may have a chance to dive in more, and I'm really excited to be able to do that. Did you play Maneater, Dorman? <laughs> I did not play Maneater. <laughs> Bring him out. I know. Um, with that, I mean, I've got... Not much else to say. I don't have anything else. Do you have any questions, Hendu? Dorman, did you want any more insights into the game or, or anything that you came across that you wanted to talk about with this one? Oh! Our our obligatory voice acting. Um, <laughs> chat. Voice acting in this game is great! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't I notice love, anything I, wrong so far. I don't, I don't know who's in there so far, but I don't know as far as voice actors, but they do a great job. Hugo pronounces words so adorably... Uh, wrong and cute it's it's really great <laughs> and eventually amicia starts chastising him for it um a couple of the main villains have great gritty like terrible voices the 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 main i don't think you've come across him yet dorman um the the big bad is just a fucking emperor palpatine like crazy levels of shit which is great um it's great I'm voice acting hey <laughs> um uh, with that, like I, as you can tell, like I, I usually when I do my notes, I do my likes and dislikes, and in all honesty, there's there's nothing I really disliked about this game at all. It plays like shit over remote play, <laughs> but that's about it. There's there's one uh, portion of the game uh, where you have to. It's pretty combat heavy, and there's not a lot of combat heavy parts of the game, and uh, the remote play could not keep up with what I had to do. Yeah, that's just fine. That's I, pretty usual. I, I knew. Oh, yeah, I knew it was a remote play thing. As soon as I got down to my console and was able to play it, it was uh, it was easy peasy. Um, I I would love Dorman if like if you could hit back to it. Have you done the library yet, Dorman? No. 
No, maybe we um maybe we get together and we we try and stream. I'll get you set up and we, we try and stream the library level because I think it's something really. They do some really special things in that level, and it's really really neat. Right, and it'd be nice to show off a little bit. A but uh, it. as far as a Plague Tale Innocence on the play at PS Five, it's a it's a big plus for me, and it's one of the best games so far this year that's come out on PlayStation Plus um, easily. Um, it, it's a, it's definitely a contender for my right now for my like plus of the year. Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be a, a plus for me too. I'm excited to continue playing it. And I have no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we brought you here, Hendu, because you look pretty, and I don't want to hear your fucking mouth. <laughs> you never will. <laughs> Anyways, that brings us to our final game of the month, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which, I'm sorry, the par- common parlance is Cod Blops 4. Hendrickson, what did you think of this one, bud? Um, okay, so first off, it is multiplayer only, so no single-player story, anything to, to dive in. Um, I was kind of disappointed, actually, because I wanted to see... Not 100% true. Not, not 100%, 100% true. Hindu, but, but I'll let you keep going. I'll let you keep going. All oh right, you can, you can come back to that later if you feel, feel like it. Uh, basically, <laughs> there's three modes worth talking about. There's main multiplayer, which rotates between different game types. Uh, there's a zombie mode, and there's a battle royale mode called uh, Blackout. Uh, we so there's two modes, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Because that battle royale is just yeah, that's high garbage. Dog just shit. just play the other play the other Call of Duty battle royale that game that exists that you already probably have downloaded or if you deleted it then you don't even want to touch this anyway it sucks if you deleted it because it's 120 megs yeah <laughs> or, this game 120 gigs yet offload that know much? that this game is 99 gigs and yeah that's warzone is so 120 gigs you so you can't have this and warzone on the same not, console, not your normal basically. console unless you got a hard drive expansion now um Fucking yeah it's, it's wild i mean we we did a mode of battle royale we gave it a, a good honest shot right what you know, what was your guys' opinions of, of that experience? Uh, so the, I think for me, the big thing that comes uh, that this game does that's really neat is the classes. Like you, ha- you have specialists. And I thought we were going into the Battle Royale with specialists. And no, you're just going into the Battle Royale as a standard issue cog. And at that point, I would just rather play Warzone because it's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. It, it nothing special about it. Just it's a, a shittier war zone. No, just a, a dumber war zone. The, they should have they should have done the apex thing. They yeah. should have let you take the special, like choose the specialists and play the battle royale with the the specialists. Like it'd be so fun to have like Dorman be the big like shield guy, and we have the healer, and we have the scout or something like that to like coordinate and try and do interesting things in a battle royale setting instead of like oh let's get guns. Let's get a vehicle. Like that's 
it, it felt very PUBG. It looked like uh-huh. it played like pretty PUBG, but I don't. I'd rather play pub like PUBG's PUBG. Like, I, and Warzone's good. Warzone's really, really good, and this is trash. I, I guess this was the stepping stone. I yeah. just don't understand why they didn't have the specialists. Why didn't they make an a Call of Duty Apex? Like, you already designed and built specialists. Like, lean into it. <laughs> let me play them in your ba- Let me play them in your battle royale. I don't really get it. Yeah. 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 It wasn't the best, but as you, as you said, I think it may have been a developmental stepping stone for the war zone that we know and love and also hate, but also love. We uh, also did the main multiplayer, which, you know, it's standard. You have your bullet hose gun that you fire, you know, you aim in a direction, you fire down the lane. You, it's all same, you know, first person military shooter. It's you die real fast but you have these specialist class, which are fucking awesome. I don't want to think about guns that I pay. I just want to pick a dude who got his loadout. He's got a dog, maybe. Or maybe he's a robot. Dude. I don't care. Fuck that dog. That dog is terrifying. As soon as you're playing and you hear, burf, 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 I'm like, I'm dead. I'm fucking going to fucking die. <laughs> that dog is fast and tears you. The It touches you. It nicks you. The funniest thing about the dog animation is that the dog nicks you. Like, it just jumps in the air and, like, bumps into you and you die. <laughs> Your head falls right off. Yeah, exactly. The oh. limbs. Can we talk about that? Like the dismemberment. Oh yeah, turn gore on. Tor- <laughs> turn gore all the way on. I they didn't they didn't they haven't done that in a Call of Duty, right? They they hadn't had that kind of stuff before, mm-hmm. where you're just blowing off limbs and shit like that. That was that was some interesting shit. That was that was pretty cool. <laughs> Great and disturbing. Oh, so going back to the to the regular. Uh, the regular like you know um playlist the regular multiplayer playlist i my frustration with it was that you give me this cool specialist i'm so excited to use it i feel like you get to use your your secondary ability you get to use your primary ability twice during the match and you get to use your ult once maybe during the match and i didn't it needs to be faster those cooldowns need to be faster you know what i mean um, I want to like, oh, you're the scout class. Cool. I want to be able to actively be scouting, not like, oh, we're a third of the way or two thirds of the way through the match. Now I can scout. And then at the very end of the match, I can do the thing where you can highlight all the people on the radar. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, I wanted a little bit more overwatch in my call of duty, not, a not all the call of duty and, Hey, here's a special grenade that lets you see stuff every once in a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do you think about that? I guess that's a pacing issue, probably. Or balancing could have been. Mm. It could have been play tested yeah. to that that length. I could see that happening too. Just it getting overwhelming with sticky grenades everywhere and dogs all the time. And dogs. <laughs> but I, I guess. But like, I get. I guess you could balance the speed of the cooldowns based on their power. But I. But I don't. I, yeah. I, 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 there's a lot of games where you just point guns, you L2, R2, and kill people. Like, let me fucking throw, let me throw a dog at somebody. <laughs> like, once every two respawns or something. I don't know, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I just, let's talk, can we talk about zombies? Yeah, let's move on to zombies. Can we talk about zombies? Zombies was pretty enjoyable. Because this is the one thing, This yeah, this, this is the one part I actually enjoyed, so yeah. let's go. Which was very strange, <laughs> because it just drops you in, you have no idea what's going on, suddenly some zombies are limbering at you, and you see, like, glowy things around, 
and you go up to them and you have to spend i get what was it souls is that the currency we were on the Titanic, first of all. Yeah. At the very beginning, it's like, iceberg dead ahead. And, like, you start sinking. Like. <laughs> yeah, you start off on, like. It's so wild. On a boat, and you're going through all the different decks of the boat, trying to. Oh. I, I couldn't figure out what we were trying to do. We find artifacts to I'm... open up other areas. Artifacts to open up hell to get killed by zombies all of a Probably. sudden. And the, there's more specialists. All, there, all the different new, Other new specialists. Different yeah. Like, Themed to the, like the so, '50s specialists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. So, I mean, we, we gave a lot of shit for it not to have like not to have a traditional single player mode because there is a single player mode. Uh, <laughs> that, but they did a lot of work. They did a lot of individualized work and interesting things. I feel like in the game, they just didn't highlight them too well. Yeah. I liked zombies. That was an interesting zombies mode. Like getting kills to buy. And you didn't go, to, it's not like you went to the end of a round and you got in a safe room and you're able to buy new things. It's like, buy them on the fly because here comes more fucking zombies. <laughs> and then you had I to like make sure, that. and then once again, the pacing on that, we had to make sure we had the thousand souls to get to the next door. Because if we didn't, yeah. we were going to get fucking overwhelmed and murdered. By but you also had to make sure you're buying other weapons because then you run out of ammo and you can't do shit. <laughs> And you have yeah. to buy the right weapons. I remember, mm-hmm. like, uh, I kept getting tripped up because I would buy that long gun at the beginning, which was, like, it was pretty powerful for those, like, level one, level two, level three zombies. But, motherfucker, I just needed a shotgun and <laughs> a fucking Uzi. That's all I needed. Oh, how much did you love, like, futuristic weapons dropping into, like, this 1950s portal to shoot? I loved it. I loved it. I guess it's 1910s, right? Yeah. It's super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was it better than Zombie Army Four though? Um... Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was better than one hundred percent. Well, yeah, I mean, Hendu is kind of right. I think Zombie Army Four had the better play Not loop, shots. and it had the the testicle and skull explosion. But the quip, but the things that these people said, what like I loved like the quips and shit that people said in um, in call of duty zombies um i couldn't follow any story and i had no fucking clue what i was doing which is very frustrating but i i don't know if it still feels good to shoot people in call of duty yeah but what about that or... super knife oh dude dorman clutch on the super knife <laughs> just like one one shot killing like level three zombies with this fucking yeah. rambo knife very good stuff it was a it was a nice change up on the normal expectations in this kind of a game right you're you're thinking i'm gonna drop in murder everybody wait no this this slows it it's more of a horde mode or like a wave game but also there's progression you're trying to figure out your way forward and ammo conservation like that's not something i'm used to in call of duty You, you you kill somebody you have ammo you're probably gonna end up dead and you have full ammo again this one it's like oh shit i'm out of pistol i'm just using my knife or like we realized i think the third time we were playing like we just need to be knifing people at the level one and level two because mm-hmm. we can kill them in one hit with the knife and just try not to get overwhelmed and then save those bullets yeah oh yeah it was fun i liked zombie mode a lot in this one but what about that single player guys well what about it because i don't know what you're talking about the yeah, specialist mode. Yeah, you get to where you had to learn about the specialist. There was two. There's so each specialist comes with two videos that explains <laughs> the story of Call of Duty Black Ops 4s, you motherfuckers, and they're it's really cool. You really get to like learn how to play each character, and um, you there's a there's a fun little like um 
like you know try and get a high score type of thing for everybody there's like rookie uh veteran and like heroic mode or whatever for their missions um but the fucked up thing about these missions though is it set me up for thinking that i had my abilities a lot more often than i would in deathmatch you know what i mean like the cooldown was half maybe quartered in these specialization missions so like you're popping them off at at a good pace and then i thought i was going to do the same thing once i got into deathmatch which was uh very very frustrating i don't know that sounds like a glorified tutorial to me it sounds like they it was <laughs> dude it was it was a hundred percent glorified tutorial but it um once again it had like very high production uh good videos and backgrounds on each of the characters and it was fucking fun like they were they were fun little things to do and you really learned how to play that game um but i did get tricked into thinking the game was more than what it was which was kind of frustrating but then you don't get any of that for all the zombie characters the zombie mode no characters. i know you don't you, don't, you have no idea i would have loved like a quick little video before zombies to yeah. let us know what the fuck was going on <laughs> you know what i mean i assumed it was going to be like kind of like a left for dead like you just run around kill zombies get to the room and heal up you know load up and run to the next room and I had no idea what the fuck we were doing. I still don't know what the fuck yeah. we were doing in that zombie. Movie. But it was fun, which is yeah, yeah. a good sign. Gameplay, the gameplay spoke. You didn't have to have exactly. the story necessarily. No, yeah. that's one. That's the one big thing is like it's fun to shoot in Call of Duty, man. <laughs> Regardless, they've, they've got their bread and butter, man. That's that's what it is. The, shoot, the shooting feels good. So, what do you guys think? Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Cop Ops Four Plus, or Nonplussed. I've got a lead with I'm pretty nonplussed about this one, man. Not, for all the reasons aforementioned, I, it's it's a dumber version of Warzone. I mean, you get zombie mode, but we've had so many zombies. I'm done with fucking zombies, really. And cool, you get you get a multiplayer, free multiplayer cod blops. Is it worth the five bucks? I, I don't think so. I don't think it's worth. Kirk. So going into this, I was 100% plus in this game because it, it is it is fun. It's very fun, uh, but I kind of convinced myself because the only gimmick that it has it, it's my favorite Call of Duty that we probably played and I've played in a long time. I mean, other than Warzone, Warzone's super fun, super good. Um, but I kind of convinced myself with the not having the class abilities available that often dirt like which is the only gimmick that this game has mm. um that just really kind of kills it for me so i'm gonna go nonplussed as well yeah um again it was fun when i played it but 99 gigs fuck mm -hmm. off nonplussed oh boy yeah yeah, the positivity has really been sucked out of the room by this uh, month of two bad games. <laughs> I, to be fair, the game isn't bad. It's not living up to what it should be doing with its cool little gimmick. Yeah, and it also takes up way too much fucking space. Mm -hmm. We all have our problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them combined to it being a bad game. So let's, Kirk, you know what? How about you give me some news? Alrighty then, I got I got one 
one thing I want to I want to I want to touch on with you guys because I think uh, we kind of talked about it last week, didn't we? A little bit, um, Dorm, when you were talking about a uh, Star Wars and the weird weird people people making weird teams. Um, mm-hmm. There's a new new dog in town, new cat in town, new dad in town. That's No Moon. Uh, is a new AAA independent studio uh, made up of ex PlayStation, The Last of Us, and Call of Duty veterans. Um, we're looking at people who were at Infinity War, Naughty Dog, and Naughty Dog. Um, the studio is planning to focus on making story-driven single-player games, even though we all know that they're dead. Um, the studio does understand that uh, multiplayer games are the king right now, uh, but they also plan to have responsible development practices i.e. no crunch on their games um and but as of right now there's no word on when to expect uh, their first game but this is exciting i you know these are quality people quality people that we know and like love a lot of their games i mean infinity war you're looking at one of the best uh uh one of the best shooter stories through Titanfall 2, um, Naughty Dog. We all know what's going on with Naughty Dog. And there's other um, PlayStation and The Last of Us. Like, uh, just, just really, really cool shit with, you know, Last of Us and, and, and all the Uncharted series. So Crash this is very exciting to do it. And I like that they are focused I on single-player narrative-driven games because that's where I get my boners from yeah that's where my nut is mm-hmm. is cummed sorry uh, mom i know my mother listens to this no, podcast i said some pretty awful Therese shit has heard me say these things <laughs> yeah sorry guys why did you tell me this <laughs> uh make sure she joins our discord <laughs> yeah For all mom hop sweet... on the discord <laughs> i was gonna say something else terrible and i'm, I'm done god you're just the worst Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, this so- is exciting news, though. I uh, uh, I was really excited when my little Google alert. It was hey, it was a fun Google alert to get fifteen times in one day. Um, so yeah, I, I I like the idea that there's a studio with this much heat just focusing on single player games because um, again, that is where my bread is buttered. I'm very interested to see um, like what. They didn't even announce like what they're working on other than a single player narrative different game. So it'll be very interesting to see what they what they do and when it, and when we can see do it. You, I want to see do it. Do you know is is that's no moon? Are they console exclusive to start? PlayStation or are they made up of ex PlayStation people making a third party now or it's a, open console? It's a lot of it there it says independent. It says they're mm-hmm. independent, so I guess right now they're not dealing with PlayStation. Maybe in the future they'll deal with them. Um, yeah. People have speculated based on the name um, "That's No Moon" that the first game in development could be something to do with Star Wars. A Star Wars, because yeah. they, I think this goes harkens back to what you were saying earlier, Dor- Dorman. That I think some of those Naughty Dog people who work were working on what was it, Star Wars thirteen thirteen or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think this is where they've kind of ended up. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I'm excited. Well, I saw that and like that, like kind of brightened my month after. Yeah, and I wouldn't be shocked if WWE Battlefront Seven, Homefront Nine, if um, Sony ends up buying them in a year or two, or after a game or two comes out, then yeah, that's not going to be surprising at all because they're it's a studio focusing on single player games. Like 
you, yeah. you know Sony's <laughs> already looking to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> so. like, they need something, man. They need to but do you fucking something. Microsoft <laughs> is very good at throwing money at, at things that where they when they need to fill their gaps. Yeah. Like that was Bethesda. Bethesda was like, Oh, we don't have games on our new console. Let's buy Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Have they released a fucking exclusive on that new console yet, by the way? I don't know, man. Twitter keeps trying to get me pulled into it, but I can't. Who? Twitter. Twitter just keeps trying. Like, it keeps sending me notifications from random fucking people I've never even known that is just like, uh, you know, console war bullshit. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like, it's just, but from what that tells me, uh, no, I do not believe they have ex- released a console exclusive. Which, which, whatever. I mean, they still have Game Pass, which is the best deal in video games yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. And if you have an Xbox, all glory to you. I'm a Sony crony because I like my single player narrative bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But and that's where most of my friends are. Like who? Chris, you don't have friends. Oh. This is a contractual obligation, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Well, let's just move on to the continuation of this contractual obligation with next month's offerings. Uh, These descriptions, as always, were ripped like my good friend Kirk, I thought, directly from the PlayStation blog. Kirk, go first. Uh, Oh, we were very excited about last month and we're even more excited about this month. Our first game coming to PlayStation 4 is Plants vs. Zombies a Battle for neighbor Neighborville. Is that what it's called? I guess so. Yes, because what you were about to say would have sounded insane. Battle what? for Neighborhood. <laughs> Neighborhoodville? <laughs> no, I thought you were just going to say Battle for Neighborhood, which is what it was called in Japan. No, I wanted to say Battle for Neighborhoodville is what was trying to come out of my mouth. Also kind of bonkers. Uh, this was originally released in October 2019. EA's off-the-wall team shooter returns. R- wait, this is, there's more. I guess there's more than one of these. Uh, ready your pea shooter for the next over-the-top installment in the Plans vs. Zombies franchise as the tension expands beyond Neighborville into new social and free-roam regions on the outer reaches of gaming's most contested township. Choose one of 20 fully customizable character classes and perfect your playstyle as you earn new rewards for each victory on the battlefield. Team up with friends, either on couch co-op or online, that's interesting, and take on a cavalcade of new challenges, tackling enemy horrors in PvE, going up against other on- others online, or braving all-out mayhem in this new battle arena. Which sounds like Battle Royale. Yeah, I... So I know last year, Sony got a lot of shit for two Sims in one month. But, like, there needs to be more diversity of games. So this is just Cod Blobs with a different skin, right? This is Kitty Cod Blobs. It's wild to me. It is wild to me that this began as a mobile fucking game. A derpy, crappy, simple mobile game. Get get the fuck out of here. Plants vs. Zombies is one of the best, like, little tower defense games. Like, I I love Plants vs. Zombies. That's what I'm saying. It's a a full-blown first-person shooter now. I think it's third person. Well, you get you get what I'm saying though. Class yeah, yeah, it's a shooter. fucking shooter. Yeah, what? They made it a shooter. Yeah, it's I don't know. It, we'll see. I guess yeah, I'll I'm kind see. of excited. Let me play as that walnut class, <laughs> so you can finish. 
so I can finish. Um, <laughs> I, I'm definitely excited to play this one uh, with you guys, I guess, and I will do a little deeper dive in it this month. And so you can finish, and and, and, and no, and then just end up hating this series. Um, Dorman, tell us about the next John. We are getting some sports, uh, like we were oh asking for last month. So, Tennis World Tour 2. So, in this one, we're going to play as the world's top players or create your own pro and try to dominate the world rankings. Play for fun or take on ranked mode to sharpen your skills. In career mode, manage your season, your staff, your equipment, and your sponsors. Alternatively, take on friends locally or online in singles or doubles games. Whatever mode you choose, you'll experience dynamic, realistic, and precise gameplay that puts you in the heart of legendary rallies. I'm actually yeah, pretty excited. excited about this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for a tennis game. I like yeah, the tennis I, game. Dorman, I just remember back in the dorms, you and I and the... I, what was it? Was it Easter weekend or something? There was one weekend that you and I were on campus. We went to the mall. We got the Virtua Tennis on the Sega Dreamcast. The we Sega got Dreamcast. Strombolis and we fucking played Virtua Tennis all holiday weekend. I think we. I guess I assume we had three days of of Stromboli yeah. and and um Turkey Hill iced tea and tennis. And it was I feel like it was, it was earlier. It was yeah, that was like a first semester thing, man. Mhm. It was, was definitely um, gay tall. It was intense and it was fun and and we hurt ourselves that day irreparably. But. Irreparably, but in that fire a friendship was forged. <laughs> <laughs> and in this one we will continue to destroy it. Yes, you're going to get doinked uh, if this will. game will allow me to doink Not you. going to happen. I'm fucking doing an 80s montage stream of me just training. <laughs> you're going to need... I will, throw, I will throw Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for the Neighborhoodville aside to beat you at Virtual Tennis <laughs> once. <laughs> but Kirk, it's Tennis World 2. Tour 2. Oh, God. Hendrickson, save us. Tell us about the future, but also present. Yeah, so this is a, a new mix. Sony must be listening to us now because uh, we have Hunter's Arena Legends coming out next month for both PS4 and PS5. What? It's like they're actually letting both consoles mix and let the player bases mix. They must have learned their lesson from Tango when nobody played it because it was PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, so on plus. as announced earlier during the State of Play, uh, this game, Hunter's Arena, is coming to Plus next month for both PS4 and PS5. It's a 30-player PvP and PvE combat-based battle royale set in an ancient age where humanity battles each other as well as a growing legion of demons that have, unleashed, have been unleashed upon the world. Which, why are we still fighting each other if there's demons? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find I out. Mean, we couldn't ra- we we couldn't rally to defeat COVID. So <laughs> <laughs> clearly, we will never agree on anything. Uh, in this vicious frontier, you'll face threats on two fronts. Head into high risk, high reward dungeons to encounter demonic foes. Dangerous but necessary for your continued survival. You'll earn powerful items and experience points. Powering yourself up will give you a much needed edge on the battlefield when you face off against your hunter brethren. So. I guess that's what the world's come to. We're just going to fight demons so that we're more powerful so we can kill each other faster so that the demons can inevitably win. Ah, it's a living. 
That sounds cool. I mean, 30, 30 game, players, this, PvP and PvE with swords. Yeah, yeah, let's go. This game this game sounds and looks pretty cool. I'm uh it may be it may be really good. If they if they execute, it could be really fun. We'll we'll see. We shall. I mean, oh, obviously, right. I think there's a I think there's a three person squad mode. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to get into this. Um, Plusketeers, Plusketeers with swords, as it was it's meant to be. be a fun. It's gonna be a fun month. It's gonna be a fun, goofy little month. I think. I think you guys got the better assignments this month, but we will see. Maybe we'll be uh, pleasantly surprised. again. You can be that walnut and finish. Hey, let's move on to plus ones. Where uh, we're gonna, I, it's been a bit of a, a negative Nancy month. Let's talk about something that actually uh, we want to recommend that we enjoyed from the from the past month. I'll start off. Uh, I picked up that Mass Effect Legendary Edition on sale already on that PlayStation <laughs> what? Summer Sale. Yeah, really? uh, thanks peep, for the news, peep, buddy. Peep that it's still there, dog. Peep that Demon Souls or other games. It's around the. Uh, they're down to like that fifty dollar price point. Um, if you're mm. looking to pick something up, um, and also a ton of other games are on there. You can get Dark Souls stuff like that for pretty cheap now. Um, yeah, but Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I've I've started up ME one again. Um, going through, being a bit more of a renegade than usual. Uh, playing with tech abilities, which is new, uh, nice. but I'm really enjoying it. I like the I like the ability to play Mass Effect um, without having to wait a minute and a half on an elevator or how, any loading screens. How is Mass Effect one? Like, how is it? It's good. Like it's, it's Mass Effect one, uh, but it, they've really made some quality of life improvements in there. Uh, the Mako is better to shoot. It's about the same to drive, I think. Um, but I never really minded the Mako driving. Um, but it's definitely better to shoot. Um, you just like those segments go much faster. Um, now, um, but yeah, it, it feels good to play. Uh, it's still got some of that. It isn't like completely re- revamped. It's still kind of derpy um, with squad uh, controls and commands. But overall, yeah, it's definitely holding up for me so far. I'm excited. Uh, how far? So you're just in Mass Effect 1 right now? How about how far are you? Yeah, I just did the first main mission on um, Pharos. Uh, took down the Thorian. I, I never remember. I'm like, what the fuck is the thing on Pharos? Because I know Novaria, I'm going to be dealing with Rachni, and then Vermeer is the Rachni. the Krogan gotta facility. Save, gotta save the Rachni queen, bro. Yeah, gotta save that Rachni queen so that you can talk to her in Mass Effect Three. I think I don't know. I think, but she sends spider people to help you. All right, yeah, Rachni yeah. You get the Rachni into your into your military score, your galactic readiness score. Yeah, galactic, galactic readiness. Ready. You're gonna have to tell me. You're gonna have I'm to tell me how the Galactus readiness is done this time around because I remember because I my want fucking, my app, like, phone yeah, game, the, the mobile my phone app. game to get my galactic readiness up. That was so fucking great. Oh god, I hope they bring it back. Mass Effect two and three were some of the so just pinnacles of pinnacles of mm-hmm. games, man. Yeah. Mass Effect one is is like set a set a bar for storytelling. Uh, two like just continued it, but two and three also just did weird shit like with the planet scanning, galactic readiness, do shit on your phone. Like it was all like super. It's like a, like Assassin's Creed. The first one sort of gave you the framework and the setup for the other next couple ones to be mm-hmm. great, and then they ruined it inevitably. But so it happens. Oh hey, same thing happened to Mass Effect, but yeah. Yeah, Andromeda. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess Andromeda happened. Yeah. God, <laughs> but hey. 
there's a rebound coming. Maybe maybe it'll get its second life. I don't Hopefully. trust them. I'm so afraid for Dragon Age now. Like I love Dragon Age, and I'm so scared for Dragon Age Four. I'm so afraid. I understand that fear because yeah, I know I know I live in that fear for Mass Effect. Well, so we can do this together. Instead of what you're afraid of, tell us what you love, Kirk. Oh, this month? What did I what did I put down? Oh, um a new Magic the Gathering set came out and like honestly tons of them have been coming out while we've been recording, but this is the first one that we've uh drafted uh, in a long time. Like uh our my group's format is mostly commander. It's all commander. So a lot of us, we just buy shit and then figure out what we can put in our commander decks and sell the rest or have it sit on a shelf. Uh, this time, um, one of the group members, he was really into D&D, and this set is called Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Uh, it's a combination of D&D and Magic the Gathering. And they and he wanted a lot of cards from the set. He wanted to like own the whole set because he's very into D&D. So he bought a box and he said, hey, come over. We're going to draft it because I don't want to sit in my basement and and crack these packs alone. So we went there. So we we met up. We had a draft. It was very, very fun. I haven't drafted in a long time. Very different game than Commander. Um, And it was super fun. And the set's very, very cool. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of like D&D flavor. I really, really liked it. It was was a great experience. Did you have to roll a dice? Uh, I, I didn't. Did I have a dice rolling card? I don't think I put a single dice rolling card in my decks, but everybody else had dice rollers. Mm-hmm. There's also um, a mechanic called venturing into the dungeon. So they have like famous dungeons from uh, D&D, uh, Lost Minds of Foundelver, Tomb of Annihilation, and Mages. Uh, Tomb of the Mad Mage or something. Yeah. Tomb of the Mad Mage. And, and yeah, so like it's, it's an interesting mechanic. Like anytime a card says venture into the dungeon, you go into the dungeon, and then every time after that they say venture, you just move down these steps, and there's like pretty minimal like card effect, like effects that you would see on cards in there, like scrying or dealing damage, mm. or I think one of them ends with you getting like a six six flying demon, which is actually pretty significant. Mm. But but that's the yeah, dice that's rolling is the, nice. Um, the dice rolling was kind of fun because like I would just hear somebody else at like another game like net twenty like playing <laughs> magic and shit like that. It was pretty cool. I I really enjoyed it. Um, and it, it was a gorgeous day outside yesterday. We played outside and you know had some beers and burgers and shit. It was it was a good time. Uh, Hendu, what do you got this month? Yeah. So um, while you guys have been jamming on your new ps5s i've been jamming on my new shiny guitar i bought a guitar um earlier last month i've been learning this month how to play and uh, i've actually used i I bought a device that is my plus one this month it is called a chord buddy and it attaches to the top of the neck of your guitar so that basically turns an actual like acoustic or electric guitar into guitar hero you have to only push four buttons now you only uh, on standard tuning, you get like E minor, C, D, and G. So obviously you're limited in terms of what you can play. You can, you know, you, you can play only so many songs. It's a, it's a, it's a great training wheel for like, I don't want to have to think about making chords right now. I just want to jam. I want to play some old songs that I like and just start getting used to the guitar, get used to working my right arm getting rhythm down with the strumming and the picking and, you know, start to build some finger strength because, you know, putting your fingers against metal strings kind of destroys them pretty fast. 
but pressing down on a yeah i mean yeah you, yeah dorms i know i know you can use your grip enhancement devices and you can masturbate more and all that you could you, you could do jiu-jitsu too and just like get get good and you can yes destroy your your fingers with your grips and jiu-jitsu that's true um but it, it i found it just really helps it's just so much fun i'm playing um let it be and country roads right now this next month i'm gonna start taking the the device off it comes with like a two-month plan of learning some songs learning some basic technique and then starting to replace the buttons with actual you know chords so hopefully by the end of this month i'll have enough mastery with the those four chords that i've learned to be able to play the same stuff without the chord buddy but i just i have to recommend it. it is so cool if you've ever thought about playing guitar or you know you're you're intimidated by the having to make chords just get one of these and get a easy you know beater starter guitar and just have fun like don't let don't let proper technique or classical playing be a gatekeeper for enjoying music get out there and do it if if that's something that you really you really want that's what i i i just love it man i'm i'm so i'm so in it dude that's awesome to hear your your passion i i always wanted to, i got to do something with the instrument at some point get in some drums i i need to i'm, yeah. I'm trying to i'm trying to i I think I'm slowly convincing Catherine because you can get an electric drum set and they're dirt huh? cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. relatively dirt cheap. And yeah. uh, I think that's where I want to go. Yeah. But uh, we will see. And soon will be the PS Nonplus Band ruining your ears, not only through podcasts, but through music. Music? <laughs> <laughs> music? Um, we actually have uh, plus ones from uh, Panda King this month, too. Hmm. Uh, he's enjoying the new season of Rick and Morty, which I got to say is fucking hysterical, dude. Hmm. Uh, I've only seen the first two episodes, and I don't know how they keep making sure this show stays funny, but they sure as hell do it. Well, you have to have a certain like IQ to really understand Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Such a piece of shit. Uh, uh, no, uh, yeah, the show's still great. Yeah, he's he's also playing Age of Empires uh, two and three. I think they yeah. remastered those recently oh, in the yeah. past couple of years. And those games were oh, they were so good back I've in the been day. I haven't so I haven't touched horny any of them for a game stuff. like that lately. Hmm? I've been so horny for a game like that lately. I've really been just looking a, just for an one. old school RTS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't you know, make I, those anymore. I did right? just see though. I did just download the other day. Uh, Starcraft two is free to play. So mm-hmm. if I mean that exists, but you got to be good. Yeah, I know. I think I'm just going to go and get smoked by some Koreans for a while. I think I need that right now in my life. <laughs> I mean, you could probably, like, pay somebody to, like, a nice Korean lady to, like, step on your balls or something. It but this play. is free to free. play. <laughs> There's also Diablo 2 Remastered came out lately, too, didn't it? Did it? Really? Oh, God. Someone check in on Zach Deeds. <laughs> <laughs> I... I would know if this game came out, or it's or, it's on the way. It might... it's, if it hasn't even mm-hmm. come out yet, it's it's soon. It definitely is, but man, Blizzard does not make it easy for you to want to buy their mm, games. <laughs> do no, they? they do not. <laughs> for fuck's sakes, I mean, we're not getting into that shit. Yeah, that'll have to do it for uh, this month's episode of the PS Non Plus Podcast. Thank you, everybody who has participated and given us feedback. You guys, as always, make us better at this, and you make it more fun. Name of Henry Sex Tape. Uh, you can find me on PlayStation at Dingo Sphinx. Kirk, where are you? Uh, Master Cylinder. And Hendrickson. I'm at Hendrickson. 
Excellent. Uh, you can join the Nonplus Discord. There will be a link to that in the show notes. You can find us on Twitter at NonplusPS. We are always on there. Always constantly updating that that feed. Always <laughs> putting tweets we'll out there. Into the ether we'll stream. do better. We got called out this month, and we'll, we'll uh, be better. We'll, we'll give you more updates. I think we're always hot and heavy early in the month and at the end of the month. And in the middle, we start playing things like fucking Tribe of Midgard. <laughs> or WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Uh, yeah, so streaming, definitely going to continue this month. Um, I may actually be jumping into the stream world. I'll keep the Discord posted on that. But does anybody else have anything? No, man. I got, I got nothing, man. Well, then, uh, for the PlayStation Nonplus Podcast, I've been Chris Dorman. I'm Kirk Martin. And I have been Chris Hendrickson. Thank you all for listening, and... Stay plus. Good night. Sorry, Mom. Hey, Mom, I'm so sorry. Bye, Teresa. <laughs> Let's clap here. And when Dorman gets back, we'll do the plus and we'll figure it out. Ready? Three, two, one. I'm going to turn on my AC because I'm <sighs> fucking boiling in here. Hang on. I gotta put my balls in front of the AC. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get you like a little personal like fan with a spritzer. (laughs) Um, We'll survive. I'll be fine. I just need another month. September. September's one will be. So what the hell's? So what the hell's going on? Are you? Are you guys still like blazing out there? It's still pretty hot, man. It's like high 80s most days. It hasn't rained in a bit either you know, for the yeah. for the state of We're just... rain. You know, you expect rain in Seattle. Yeah. There's not a lot. Yeah. What about what about out there for you guys? How's your garden doing? Uh, we've been dry and we've been dry and hot, but we've gotten some afternoon thunderstorms the past couple of days because we're Florida now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's good. So I don't have to water it too much, and the garden's doing well. But um, Dorman, Hendu needs two more minutes of air conditioning before we can be- say you. whether we're plussed or non-plussed on this. <laughs> That's fine. I'm going to go poop. So, All right. Yeah, go do that. We'll, we'll plus it or non-plus it when you get back. Plus it. Plus that, Dookie. It'll be a quick one. Oh, God. It's already halfway up. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh God! Why is he taking us into the bathroom? No, no. <laughs> Dorad. <laughs> I'm God. That was quick. Oh, we don't need to be here for the bidet. Oh. Use use wet wipes first, not last. <laughs> Wait, what? Why would you what? pull your pants up with a wet bum? <laughs> what? First. <laughs> All right, hold on. Stop it. <laughs> Don't forget to powder your balls afterwards. It's pretty hot out there. Oh yes. It's interesting the um the jar of powder he has. You can see his distinct curves of his testicles where he just dips them into the 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 powder jar. Again, it's more efficient that way, but it is uh, absolutely, absolutely. 
you need to scrape the crust once in a while because I can see the yellow tinge. That's probably not a good. Mm. Not a good yeah, way. he's got a. He should probably shower more often. I'm and maybe pick out those errant pubes because. But I do, I do very much enjoy the marble pedestal that his ball powder jar sits upon. It's perfect height, just a, just a little like, and then you just have to do a little squat, a little squat. A little dab will do you. <laughs> it's a shame he does that in front of the bathroom attendant, though. That's that's a but little much. But the bathroom attendant's blind, so it's it's fine. I mean, they can hear it, so they can hear it with their they can see it with their ears, but. I'm just blowing my nose over here, Charlie. Don't worry. <laughs> Get that paper towel ready for me. Bring my balls. I only mix in a little bit of cocaine. <laughs> I have Charlie arrange that for me on the on the side for after I after the paper towels. It's blind, so it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> Plausible deniability, right here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He doesn't even know he's putting a white powdery substance on my balls. He just thinks it's the, the usual powder. <laughs> Christ. Also, <laughs> oh, you know I live that bidet life. <clears throat> What's that? You know I live that bidet life. Oh, we, we said a lot more things. Pretty, pretty good <laughs> I mean, I hope you put some of that in there. In the <laughs> you took you took too long. We spiraled. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. 